You're listening to Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. We now bring you Battle Ready with Father Dan Rehill. Good morning. Welcome to Battle Ready. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world for the salvation of souls, the reparation of sins, the reunion of all Christians, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today... <clears throat> We have a very special guest on. We have the very Reverend Richard Heilman. Father Heilman, welcome. Good to be with you, Father. Good to be with you, too. Now, let me just begin by saying, you know, some days we really do have a devil of a time, literally, getting guests on the show. Today is one of those days, and that's a very good thing. That means there's something very powerful that you're going to teach us today that the devil doesn't want us to know. So uh, <laughs> as I tell the listeners all the time, it's only certain people who we have trouble getting on. You're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's always de dealing with technology, isn't he? Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm just looking at your bio. So you, you're you a vicar, uh, as right. am I, of a, of a little part of the diocese. Uh, you're, uh, you've started many things. You've written many books. You've founded apostolates, uh, church militant field manual. I mean, you're a busy man. And uh, I know from experience, if you want to get something done, give it to a busy man. Yeah. You're accomplishing well, I'm passionate. so much. And I just, I, the other thing is that I, the, the devil is, is doing all that he can to infiltrate, and I'm not going to sit by and let him do it. So, no, you know, I'm just absolutely not. I'm, I'm doing everything I can, and I know you are too, to, to uh, stand against the, the, the devil. So, Thank you for uh, saying that. So today, in particular... Um, I came, I didn't come across it, actually. My mother did. She texted me one day and said, you know, Father Heilman's doing something called 90 Days to Peace. You better look into it. So when she tells me <laughs> to look into something, I do. Yeah, right. Uh, tell, us, <laughs> tell us what this is all about. Well, let me start off by saying kind of what I just did is the devil's trying to infiltrate, and I'm not going to stand by and, and, and let him. So mm -hmm. we've gone through two years of hell. I think you'd agree with that, and I think a listener yes. would, too. And uh, and just the ways in which, um, Father, they're calling it the new normal, right? They want to normalize all these evils, all these betrayals unto God, and and uh, and, and and we're told to sit down and, and shut up and and just take it. And frankly, uh, by and large, we've done that. We've we've just um, and one of the ways I put it early on in this two years is uh, it's like we're under a bombing raid and we're in the bunker, you know, just kind of waiting for mm -hmm. our time to get up onto the battlefield. And, um, and you know what, I, do, I believe this is our time. And here's my assessment, Father, is, of what happened in the last two, two years. And I think, I've been saying, I think God allowed this in his permissive will to just help us to understand what's necessary right now. And, and I think it revealed to us, I think the learning that we had over these last two years, I hope we did, is that we were weak. Uh, we, and, and the way I put it is that I think a lot of us are doing religion well, but are we really sinking that tight in, close, divine intimacy? Are we getting close to the Lord? And I, frankly, Father, I don't think we've been good at that. And as a result, there's some 
form of separation that's happening that's leaving us out away from God and vulnerable to attack. Does that make sense what I'm saying so far, Father? Oh, sure does. Yeah. It sure does, because everybody's life was interrupted. And, and yes. I know this from my own experience, even before becoming a priest, routine is good. Yep. You know, having a routine keeps you yep. in balance and it yep. helps you achieve the things you want to do. When your routine is disrupted and there's disorder, it's harder to do the things you need yeah. to do. You have to be right. more disciplined instead of less. And so this two-year experiment has really messed with people's prayer lives. Absolutely. But but also, and I totally agree with that, but also it revealed that where has our prayer life been leading up to these two years? Again, the devil just waltzed in. You know, he he yeah. didn't, I think he was laughing as he walked in. Because, like I say, I think we've been doing religion well. And here's the image that I like to use to, to describe what I'm, what's on my brain here. Is I love the image of uh, Martha and Mary, and Jesus is there in their house. Now, mm-hmm. he's in the living room. And Martha's over, she's doing noble things. She's in the kitchen, oh, I'm going to get an appetizer, do you want a drink? You know, <laughs> She's getting the food ready, and because and, she's doing hospitality, noble things. Mary yes. realizes the second person of the Holy Trinity is in her house. So what does she do? She says, i got to stop. i got to get as close as I can appropriately get his feet. And i I, I got to stare in his eyes and hang on his every word. And, and then Martha is going, Jesus, tell her to help me. And, and what does he say to her, Father? He says, Martha, Martha, you are, <laughs> and now let's look at the last two years, you are anxious and upset about many things, doesn't he? Uh, there's yes. different interpretations about the same thing. And, and, and there, So the point I'm trying to make here, Father, is that I think we keep Jesus near. You know, he's, and, and one of the ways I put it is we keep him at arm's length so that he's at a manageable distance, so we can manage him, right? Uh, so he's over there in the living room, and we're doing noble things. You know, because I think I think our listeners do noble things, and um, but but do we get in close and tight with him, like Mary did? And then then Father, he says, um, Mary has chosen the one thing necessary, the 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 unum necessarium, the one thing. See what he's saying there? The one thing necessary, that like he more than anything else. God wants what Mary did is to stop and to just just connect and to get tight in. And and Father, I don't think we've been doing that. I, to me, that's the lesson we learned. That's why the devil had an easy time. It just waltzed in because we were doing religion well, you know, and kind of punching the clock and checking the boxes and you know and keeping Jesus at a at a safe distance in case we need him. I'd like to say we put him in a, in a glass box with a little hammer underneath that says, in case of emergency, break glass, you know. We keep him right there mm-hmm. in case we need him, you know. But, uh, but do we get close in? And, and I, so that's, that's what's been on my heart, and that's why I have been passionate about what we need to do right now. And I've spent the last five or six months really uh, working on this to get ready for this Lent. So I can talk about mm-hmm. that whenever you want. Yeah. Okay. I, what, you, what you're saying is absolutely true. And I, I've seen 
also from my work in the exorcism ministry, when you, I encounter this all the time, when somebody will say they're Catholic, and when I actually meet them and do the interview, you know, they're wearing a bracelet with the evil eye on it, or something wow. else. And I go, well, what right. is that? Oh, well, that's my protection against evil. Oh, really? <laughs> so, oh, really? God, God is not big enough to protect you, so you have on a, an idol to protect right. you? Which is actually right. making your situation worse. You've been, right. you've been duped. This is what happened with this, uh, back, this pandemic in the last two years. People say, I'm Catholic. I believe God uh, is with me. And then, but, but we, well, I'm going to follow the science first. This, the, I put science in quotes because it changed every right. week. And so this also yeah, put yeah. people tied, tied to the television and the Internet because they were waiting What's the next thing I have to do? What do we have to do next? And really, right. God got pushed out. Yep. And, and that's a terrible thing. Yeah. Uh, I love it, it, the quote you take from St. Paul. You say, do you crave the peace that surpasses all understanding? Right. The one thing that is lost is peace. Yes. And so this is absolutely a timely thing. That we're we're out to, in to disorder land. Yeah, we're yes. out in chaos land. And, and, and we're... we're you know, here this has popped in my head. How about the, how about the reading we just had with Jesus? You know, getting in Peter's boat. You know, and and then you know what that came? That was the that was the Sunday after I launched this whole um, idea. I, I finally revealed it, uh, the big reveal, right? But anyways, I did that mm -hmm. last Wednesday in the feast of the presentation. The Sunday readings are Duke and Altum. You know, cast <laughs> to put out into the deep. You know, Novo Millennio. In, in Iunte, you know, John Paul II, 22 years ago, you know, uh, called us to go deep. And, and here we are 22 year, years later, and we're out in the kitchen making appetizers, and Jesus is over there, you know. We're, we, yeah. we're doing religion, fine, but but are we getting in close? And I don't think so, Father. And so yeah, I think that's, that's what revealed to us most, because we didn't like chaos land. We didn't. We didn't like the turbulence. We didn't like being demonically, you know, uh, beat up over the last two years. And so I think people are going, "Wait, now, what do I do about that?" That's what I'm doing. And so I, I'm saying, Father, this is the time for us to do the Mary thing. This is the time for us to get in tight and close. Then we get to um, Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Be Draw your strength from the Lord, and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so you can stand against the tactics of the devil. Right? We're not fighting flesh and blood here. We're fighting dark forces in the supernatural realm. Um, I'm, that's going to be on my funeral card, by the way. <laughs> but, um, but, but, but what are we talking about when we say strength? You know, does it mean, oh, you know, Jesus gives me this armor to put on? No, no. We're talking about so in love, so tight, so in awe that he's our everything. And so when you're in love, too, sacrifices aren't hard. <laughs> my yoke is easy, my burden light, you know, because you, it's your great pleasure, it's your utter joy to want to do, to want to do what he wants you to do, to, to, to please him uh, because exactly. you love him so much. So that's where I feel, Father, we haven't been. It's kind of a... It's been a, a very dutiful, you know, check the box, you know, punch the clock, um, but superficial faith. And I, and I pray that's what we learned by going through the last two years. So take us through the program and explain why 90 days is important. Okay. So 
at the risk of sounding pharisaical, you know, that you have to do this and you have to do that, I, I don't see it that way. I, I just got done saying, please the Lord. There are, there are ways in which the saints um, prayed and, and revealed to us, and the Blessed Mother revealed. So God revealed through us, uh, through, to us through the Blessed Mother and the saints these beautiful little prayers that he loves especially because we, there's a treasure chest of prayers, you know, to choose from. But there's ones that all the saints, uh, you know, automatically would pray. And so that's what I'm keying on, Father, is, is those, is that we need to get, get a discipline of those um, best, I call it best practices of our Catholic faith. And so it begins to, by, absolutely, you got to go to church when you're supposed to. How about maybe when you're not supposed to, too? But, you know, go to when you're supposed to. And then you got to be in the practice of um, going to confession frequently. You know, Father, years ago I stopped doing communal penance services, and I love everything about communal penance services, but I felt like I had to stop because why? It trained people to go once or twice a year, and it got them out of frequent confession. So I, I just had to stop. I, I don't do Instead, them either. Yeah. I, 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 instead, I have a confessional in my front foyer of my house, and, and I have a, a kneeler up to my office door, and I put a screen in my office door. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I'm doing instead, uh, mm-hmm. and, and encouraging people, come over any time. I call my 24-7 confessional. But the point, Father, is the amazing gift of the, of the, of the sacrament of confession, you know, that we are washed clean. We get a fresh start every time we go. It's, it's amazing. So um, that's part of what we're talking about with this spiritual protocol, Father, is, is you know, go, when you're, go to Mass when you're supposed to. And then the other thing I'm encouraging, too, as part of this spiritual baseline protocol is adoration. Now, a lot of people, you know, you have eight kids at your feet. It's hard to get over to an adoration chapel. How about just coming to church a little earlier? How about staying just a little later? Because our Lord mm-hmm. is there in the tabernacle, you know. And so just, just have that stop time. That Mary at his feet, stop time before the Blessed Sacrament. So that's the other thing, Father. I, I also uh, want to help people to believe the power of fasting or mortification. Uh, fasting gives the underdog the victory. So that, that's part of what you, you just want to be a part of your life. But then when we're talking about the, the, the beautiful ways in which the saints always prayed, uh, they always started with a morning offering. And there's a beautiful ancient one that I propose. There's a more modern one that's beautiful, too, that I propose in, in this. Um, it's a journal, and I'll get to that in a second. L- listen, I want to stop there and just say I'm a nuts and bolts person, and I don't want to herd cats. <laughs> so if you're telling me, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a, a best practices way, don't, don't let me have to Google and try to find it. <laughs> no, so that's what I did. I put this all in a, in a, a beautiful journal, too. I wanted to make it beautiful. It's leather with gold inlay and gold edge pages. But I wanted to make it because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to send the message. This is very, very, very important. But, but so this is all laid out in there, Father. And it's very simple, too. It's just a few pages in the beginning to just clarify for everybody. But that's what I'm kind of going through here. So you do the morning offering. And then the other thing the saints, our great-grandparents always say, too, prayed, is they stopped and did the Angelus, um, 6 mm-hmm. noon and, and, and 6 p.m. Um, and, and then, of course, of course, you want to do what I call the spiritual umbilical cord, the rosary, you know, where we... Where, where, and I love, somebody once put up a meme, I think it was, where little kids go, uh, 
Well, it's Jesus uh, is a little boy uh, looking up at his mom. It's a cartoon going. He's going, mom, 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 mom. And I, and I get the it's underneath the first rosary or something like that. But but it's just this, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, Hail Mary, full of grace, and it's a mantra, and it's beautiful, and you're just in Mary's mantle, and what a great gift our blessed mother is, God's mom, that that you know that just is has that tenderness of a mother. We need that. And and, to so, and it pleases God so much that you love his mom. And, uh, and so, you know, the rosary is so special. So you want to have that as part of your, your daily. And then the other, the other thing is just this, Father. It, when you're done at the end of the day, just take three minutes is all you need to do and just kind of review. How did I do? How did I mess up? And the way I've been praying lately, Father, and I encourage people to do it is is you know how the ancient way of calling out to God the Father is Abba. Well, today mm-hmm. we'd say Dad, and I just say Dad, how'd I do? How am I doing, Dad? Mm-hmm. Did I please you, Dad? And I've just been praying that way. But that's kind of at the end of the day to be able to do that. Now that's those are more the vocal prayers, okay, right there, Father. But here's what I'm I'm especially encouraging, and some something that very few practice anymore it's called mental prayer and and mental prayer is not meant to be something you have to get a phd in order to know how to do it's meant to be accessible for a seven-year-old but it's 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 basically doing what we said mary did it's just taken and i say 15 minutes you can do longer if you want but 15 minutes to to just stop and i like how the word silent and listen uses the same letters but you just stop. Are we stopping? Right? Uh, and, and so he, there's a beautiful ancient uh, opening prayer. It's just like two or three sentences long and a closing prayer. But, but you know, what do you want to say to God right now? And then that's why I have the journal, too, because, you know, you can write that down. That, you know, what do I want to say? And then you just stop and you just listen. What do you feel like God's speaking to your heart about right now? And you can write that down, too. And so that's the main focus of the 60 days but also getting this discipline of these, like I said, prayers that the saints automatically prayed every day. Does that make sense, Father? It does. It does. And is it 60? Six, uh, I'm 60 sorry. Days. Did I say 60? 90. 90. And then that, that's the and, other and thing, there's too. there's a reason for 90, right? Yeah. Yeah, because psychologists have been in agreement with this for eons, that the, it's what they call the 2190. Uh, and what they mean by that is, they realize that after 21 days, so for 21 days to get, you know, you're kind of out of your comfort zone here, and it's, you know, you're kind of doing things that you know, aren't your regular re- re- regime here, and so it's kind of a little bit of Mount Everest for 21 days, but after 21 days, it's a habit. But mm-hmm. then after 90 days, it's like ingrained. It's part of you. Uh, it's a lifestyle change, and then you're all, it's like you're lost without it. It's so ingrained in you. So, so that's the importance of the ninety days. The other thing too is it's a almost like a quarter of a year, so it's a season that we can be doing this in, and that's why the mm-hmm. journal. Um, if you look into journals too, a lot of them are set up this way, where you know um, otherwise you'd have this really thick book if you had a year, but they they usually break it apart by by uh, by a quarter of a year, and that's what I did too. But but ba- mainly because of this. This, the 
science, <laughs> the behavioral science. You know, I have my bachelor degree in psychology, so I have a passion for that too. But uh, Me too. anyways, uh, no good. <laughs> um, and so, so it, it's it's uh, it's 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 following the science, as they say, right? But uh, no, uh, psychologists have been in agreement with this uh, for for a long, long time. So, anyways, can you tell? Can you tell I'm excited? <laughs> yes. I um yeah. Yes, and you you chose dates for a reason. So March 3rd yes. to May 30th. Yep. Uh, so we're right. going from, like, from Ash Wednesday to the Feast of the Visitation. And then something's happening right after this, right? Um yeah, so for sure we wanted to start with Lent, and I've always had that in mind. Then I sat with a calendar and I counted 90 days out. Now, if you see Ash Wednesday as one piece, slice of the bread of the sandwich, then at the end, the other slice of the bread outside of the 90 days is the Feast of the Visitation. So the 90 days between those two dates uh, is, is, is where we're going to go. Now, Father, I, I, you know, I thought that's cool. I love the Feast of the Visitation for a lot of reasons. But as I was developing this, I'm going, wait a minute. The Feast of the Visitation, that's where Mary proceeded in haste. And Elizabeth says, how is the mother of my Lord? And John the Baptist is dancing in Elizabeth's womb. And, and Mary is going, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. I mean, they were just beside themselves. They're so filled with love. God wants us there, Father. God wants us there. And I, I even think of my evangelical brothers and sisters, too. I mean, I love them. And, and, and sometimes they get mocked because, oh, it's emotionalism. Well, the Feast of the Visitation, come on, <laughs> right? And, and yeah. so it, it, it's just it's powerful that way that you fall head over heels in love. You're excited about it. And, and you're basically saying, okay, what are we going to do now? And that I, that I love the Feast of Visitation. So, so we're, we're going to consecrate, do Marian consecration on that feast uh, to conclude as well. So That's a great idea. And yeah. then uh, also I know you mentioned that potentially there could be a, a Supreme Court decision following this period. Okay, good. Thanks. <laughs> you're, you're helping me recall. So, um, again, I'm developing this over the last five or six months. I'm going, okay, visitation, that's amazing. And, and then I'm going, wait a minute. And here's what we're, I always had planned too, Father, is that right as we're concluding the 90 days, the, the most ancient of all novenas begins just before we conclude. So May 27th it would start, which happens to be my anniversary, which is cool too. But um, May 27th, nine days out, goes up to the Feast of Pentecost, and, and that's June 5th. Okay, so we're basically asking the Lord to fill us with that on-fire Holy Spirit, you know, that gives us the enthusiasm of, of Elizabeth, John, and Mary, you know, but anyways, but so we're head, we're in June, and then I'm going. Wait a minute, June. First of all, the Supreme <laughs> Court is 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 getting ready to to uh, that June is when they picked to do the case, the Mississippi case that will overturn Roe v. Wade and throw it back to the states. And now states are going to have to decide: Do I want to, you know, vote for someone who kills babies or not? You know, and so it it overturns Roe v. Wade. That's uh, huge, so we got to be in prayer for that. And, and, and in prayer, uh, I'm going to stop there. A lot of times we do these, you know, I do novena, let me, and I do this. And again, I, I kind of feel like we're Martha out in the kitchen doing it. You know, no, we get, let's, let's get tight and close to God and pray, right? 
and 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 we've been we're we're in the forty ninth year, and and here's what I say, Father, and I, I bet you agree with this. On Ju- January twenty second, nineteen seventy three, the most gigantic portal opened up, and demons rained down on us mm-hmm. with the and decision to kill people. Country, yeah, and so we've yeah, been just a curse, a curse yes. that we've been living under. Yes, for forty nine years, getting up on fifty. Right, and this decision is coming <laughs> in the forty ninth year, and and so it's huge. All right, it the is. other thing, Father, is is that you know knowing that we've been weak and we've been beat up by the demons over these last two years, especially. I don't know. I've been saying we need a revival like we've never had before. Well, I, I said that early in twenty twenty, and all of a sudden the 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 bishops said, "Hey, you know what we're going to do? A Eucharistic revival." <laughs> You know when they're yes. starting it? June nineteenth, twenty twenty-two. Two weeks yeah. after Pentecost, a three-year yeah. Eucharistic campaign. Yeah, it's amazing. And, it's and amazing. they're starting it out on Corpus Christi and, and in encouraging everybody to do Eucharistic processions in the streets. And to me, I did I did a Eucharistic procession with thousands of people at our state capitol in Madison on Corpus Christi, twenty twenty. And this was when the, the, the streets, the, all the stores were boarded up, and the cops were out there going, are you people crazy? Because they were lighting streets on fire. We brought the Lord out, and we said, we're reclaiming surrendered ground. We are blessing this ground. And do you know what, Father? We had no violence after we, after we processed our Lord on the Feast of Corpus Christi in 2020. Mm-hmm. It just it died. And we we, we, we were processing by people that were uh, you know on the sidewalks. We we watched tears coming down their face because they felt mm. the peace, they felt the yeah. calm. And so this is just now twenty twenty two two years later. That's how we're starting the Eucharistic revival. You know, so it's it's just amazing. amazing. Yeah. So for so. those listening, if you want to participate in this ninety uh, day spiritual warfare program. You can get the uh, journal at romancatholicgear.com. And uh, is there any other place they should be looking, Father? No, there's not. That's it. That's it. Okay. And, uh, and this could be the jump start to get you back on track in your de- deepening your relationship with Jesus yes. and the Father and the Spirit. So please do uh, take a look at that. Thank you for being with us, Father. Will you give us your blessing? Yes. Uh, Dominos Vobiscum. Benedicta vos omnipotens Deus, Pater et Filius et Spiritus Sanctus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Father. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Father. This is Father Dan signing out.